You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. If you could stop burping for like 10 (laughs) seconds so we can get the show on the road, that'd be great. Sorry. It's time number two trying to get through the intro. (laughs) I just drank a lot of LaCroix, so... As much as we love y'all, we won't subject you to Caitlin's belching on recording. (laughs) It's dramatic. (laughs) It's very dramatic. It's been dramatic today. Lots of sounds. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. We had too much fun with our ghoul friends, Alicia and Bailey, so I was a little under the weather this morning. A little rough this morning. (laughs) But we went to your mom's house to pick up the dog, and she was like, do you want a Zofran? And I was like, yes, I do. Yeah. For those that don't know, Zofran is, at least in the U.S., a uh, anti-nausea medication, and it, oh, it it works wonders. It did. It definitely did. Yeah. So you're feeling better now. You're getting a little more pep in your step. You've been kind of <laughs> sad all morning. Yes. Chick-fil-A helped too. Chicken minis, man. So good. So good. Yeah. They're mm. delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chicken minis and a Diet Coke can cure just about everything. <laughs> and leftover pizza. That's what Alicia and Bailey had this morning. <laughs> See, I don't know. Do you, would you eat that for breakfast? Like, is that something? Um, yeah, Probably. Yeah, I feel like if you're like real desperate, you need yeah. something. Like I could. The real that. question: Do you like cold pizza? I do. See, I hate I it. I love cold pizza. Ew. Yeah, I would. I don't heat mine up when I eat it. That's. So, I've done it for seven years. I've reheated your pizza. Well, that's because I don't want to offend you. If you want to reheat oh. my pizza, you can. <laughs> but if I'm just eating it, like I don't really feel the need to heat it up. You can tell me if you don't like something. <laughs> what was it? Um, oh my god, that reminded me of something when you just said that. Chicken. Who was that? Boompa. My grandfather. My <laughs> mom recently told me that apparently he hated chicken, and my grandmother made chicken all the time. All the time, <laughs> and he just ate it because he, I think, was afraid of her. Yeah, well, he yeah. didn't want to tell her that he didn't like it. That's funny. So, well, I will no longer reheat your pizza. I, but if I ask for it, then. Okay, sorry, I had to oh. hide a bar. <laughs> Caitlin, I'm not doing this 10 times today with you. I am not. Not going to do it. It was quiet. That's good. Be a lady. Be a lady. Yes. I like cold Chinese food. Oh, I love, yeah. Yeah. Like cold, like, you get the, you always get like general, I don't know. So, so chows, chicken, tau, (laughs) cha. Yeah. It's, um, whatever the spicy chicken is. It's like. How do you say it? I've always heard it said as like, so, like general so's chicken or sow. I gotcha. But I have no idea. I do not. I don't order it just because I don't know what to say. <laughs> Usually I just like point and say that one. Or it's ordered on a like DoorDash app. So we don't have to tell anyone. We don't have to say it. Yeah. I like the vegetables. Like chicken and vegetables or like beef. Yeah. Like, beef and broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. You like that one. But with like carrots and it's got like mushrooms. Snow peas. Little baby corn. And uh, little, yeah, little baby corn cobs are yep. so cute. And then um, water chestnuts. Ooh, I love, love me water, water chestnuts. chestnut. That'll mm-hmm. do it. Me too. Yeah, I like that cold too. I feel like Chinese oh, yeah. food is almost better the next day. Absolutely. Don't know why. I don't either. I have no clue. It's like pasta. Yeah. Any any like like lasagna is always mm-hmm. better the next day too. It's true. Yeah. Mm. Got me thinking about Chinese food now. Yeah. When I made that pad thai last week. That was really with your good. parents. Mm-hmm. Your da- your dad inhaled it. Like within thirty seconds, it was gone. Because my father's put himself on a crash diet that <laughs> involves him drinking glucernas all day long and becoming so bitchy by five p.m. that he eats anything, that he eats anything and everything in front of him. 
So, and he's a doctor, folks. Like, if anyone should understand, that does not work. You're dieting like a, a teenage girl. I mean, truly. He, oh my God, I'm like, eat a carb. Like, just get bitchy. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Your diet is ridiculous. It's kind of funny. It it's is. like that meme that's like, started my new diet today. Like, I lick an apple yeah. for lunch. Yeah. Dad has some air for lunch, and he like looks at food and pretends to eat it. I think he said he could have baby carrots for a snack. Oh my god, that is just—I just don't get it. Eat a fruit, eat a vegetable, it's fine. Yeah, life is too damn short. I've been hooked off to peaches. Peaches, yeah, they're, they're like so good. in season right now. I think because they are. Carolina is perfect for them. Delicious. Yes, it had those little donut peaches. I'd never seen them before. Those oh, they're were so cute. cute. They were in like the shape of a little donut. Yeah, I remember going to pick peaches a lot. That's a yeah, thing that's down cool. here. Um, especially where my grandparents lived in, uh, they lived like kind of near Columbia area, South mm-hmm. Carolina, and they lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And there were a lot of farms nearby and we'd always go, like they give you a bucket and you just fill it up. Yeah. That's like strawberries and blueberries in Maine and potatoes. Aren't blueberries a real bitch to pick though? Haven't you? It's like rake them. Yeah. They're, I didn't, I never, no. I still really thought about what a blueberry grows on. I'm like, <laughs> is it a vine? No, it's like is a bush. It? Oh, gotcha. It's a bush. Yeah. Do you know in like Northern Maine, you get like a week off from school, but you have to like potato pick? Like you go potato picking? Seriously? Yeah. Still? <laughs> like in 2020? Yeah. Still taking mm-hmm. weeks off I remember my cousin, the Duns, they, um, they always got it because they lived like in their backyard was Canada. Oh. Like they were like, <laughs> no, I'm like, like I'm legit though. Like legit. You could like cross over the border and you're like, Ooh, went to Canada. (laughs) 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 But yeah, that isn't that crazy. That is crazy. I did not, I did not. I think you can like, you get the choice to or not. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it though. That is from a long time. Right. Well, it's Maine. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty wild. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I've learned something new. That was a, that was a gross one. I thought, you are going to have an issue. I'm sorry. It was like my sandwich. It was like a tomato. I like burst up a... I did. Well, it doesn't help that you're drinking a carbonated drink, too. Well. It's going to make it even worse. I would have thought in Maine they would have given you a week off to go like lobster hunting. <laughs> <laughs> lobster hunting? <laughs> did you really just say that? I did. You dumbass. <laughs> I'm going to go hunt me some lobster. <laughs> but don't say it was southern accent. That's you. That's how dumb you just sounded. Come on, kids. we got to go get some lobster. <laughs> get in the boat. <laughs> oh, dear. That's actually a really difficult job of red lobstering yeah i mean is it a verb to lobster lobstering lobstering i guess i liked lobster honey i you know it's got a ring to it what do you do i hunt lobsters (laughs) i like steve or one of them like looking out for them that's like that show um the deadliest catch remember that oh yeah like wicked tuna yes (laughs) that's a real show I've never seen that one, but I did watch Deadliest Catch, and that's fucking scary, man. Oh my god, I just I couldn't deal because I would get so seasick. Yeah, like, you got like <laughs> it's definitely not for Gabby. <laughs> oh no, Gabby Gould gets like terribly seasick. We went on the cruise, and she was about ready to barf like the, the last, last night. night. It was it was like I remember it. Ooh, it I was bad. so scared to go because it was my first cruise, and I was pretty terrified. And Caitlin only watched Titanic three thousand times growing up, so it's true. So I remember that last night, like I, I am glad that the rockiness happened on like the last night. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. it was the first night I've been scared, but it was kind of fun. Like you would stand there and like, you would kind of stumble and then your dad just looks at Gavin and he goes, you're looking a little green. Yeah. She was not feeling good. <laughs> she needed a Zofran. <laughs> yeah. She needed a Zofran. I think we had it on that trip. Did we? I think I we- never had it, but 
Yeah, I don't know, but she was not. She was not. She would not do well. No. Mm-mm. That is not, lobster hunting is not for you, Gabby. <laughs> lobster hunting is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Fun fact, we did have lobster the other night. We did. I made you throw them in. It's okay. We had a little prayer session over them. <laughs> so let's say hallelujah to them. <laughs> I just had, you know, I know. So With your winter glove on. Some, well, you showed me the video of their like little tail, like slapping the shit out of people. And I was like, <laughs> you're not going to get me. So I think we should have our own reality TV show. I ran around. What would it show us sitting on that couch 80% of the time (laughs) and watching Big Brother? Like, we don't have that interesting of a life. That was funny. Or a lot of money to do anything with it. That's why we need a show to make money. (laughs) To make the money. (laughs) To make the money. So if you want a ghoul friends TV show, you reach out to your local provider and let them know that. (laughs) We better start a Patreon. (laughs) Tell them to call us. For real. But the lobster was delicious. Thank it you was. for throwing them in. You're welcome. And we had clams. 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 clams were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, it was just like a real New England dinner. Yeah, You're was. missing home a little bit. So Supper. We decide, Supper. We say that down here, too. That's funny. Supper. Supper. <laughs> Supper. It is a weird word. Supper. Have you ever, like, just said a word over and over in your head? Mm-hmm. And, like, the, mo- the more you say it, the weirder it gets. Like, you're like, supper. Or, like, you're, like, ladle. And you're, like, ladle. And you're, like... <laughs> Waddle. Like, you basically end up questioning the entire English language. You're like General Chow's chicken. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, we rambled. We did. Although we've gotten a lot of emails, that's like their favorite part, and I'm like, it's just how stupid we really are. Truly, this is just our life. We're this big of hot messes. We didn't do enough research to fill an hour. Look, I got two. I got two pages today. You do. I, I'm good. So we are going to do another episode on Spokane, Washington. Yes. It's fucking haunted. For a minute, I thought you meant after this one. I'm like, we doing a part three? Oh no, 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 no. For today. For it's today. Part two. We're doing part two of Spokane, yes. Washington. Yep. Um, <clears throat> from Mackie's mama. Mm-hmm. From uh, Spokane, Washington. Pronounced as Spokane. We checked. Yes. We asked the local. We yes. asked the pro. So she had told me about um, a staircase that she had gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I really couldn't find anything yeah. last week. Because I was like just picturing a staircase in a house, I guess. Mm. <laughs> but I found, I think this is what she was talking about. Okay. Is my first one is the haunted stairs. Oh. So I think I found... The money. Okay. The money bags. Do you want me to start? Yeah, you, go? with that intro, you might as well. Okay. Sorry, I kind of just jumped That's in right. there. <laughs> just, just get it. Um, so this one is kind of my longer one. I have mm-hmm. kind of a big one, and then the last one is kind of small. Okay. So just buckle up, and I'll try not to burp in everybody's ear holes. Fair enough. That'd okay. be ideal. <laughs> um, so they're just like haunted stairs, okay. and they're also known as the Thousand Steps. Okay. There's a thousand of them? There is not. Well, okay. yes, kind of. Okay. Could be. All right. Listen. So, it really is just this large set of cement stairs. Um, okay. Now it's kind of falling apart. Um, there's a big mausoleum at the top. So, where is this located? Did you say? In Spokane. Well, yes, but where in Spokane? Like, is it a specific cemetery that you can find these yes. in? Yes. If you give me a fucking <laughs> minute, bro. I'm trying to make sure I understand where these steps are at. Like, you gotta just feel, you gotta just figure it out. It's, this is where we are. We're on the steps. But we in South Carolina, we ain't in Spokane. <laughs> Don't make me come across that table. <laughs> oh, keep going. 
Okay, so I'm just trying to give you the picturesque. All right, I'm just seeing it. In my visualize, brain. visualize this. Mm-hmm. Creepy steps. Okay. They're now falling apart. There's a big mausoleum at the top. Got it. Okay. Yep. Don't popcorn me because I got my notes in my, perfectly. Like, so don't. in my order here. <laughs> we will get there. <laughs> um, and it's on the the stairs are located on the second terrace of the Greenwood Memorial Terrace Cemetery. There Boom. we are. Location. <laughs> Location, location, location. This is not a good location. <laughs> you don't want to go here. Okay, so there is a little bit of history kind of with the steps in this mausoleum. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to kind of go through and it will all make sense at the end, I promise. Right. Okay. So there was this group. It kind of reminded me of like the, is it the Kiwanis? Kiwana mm-hmm. Club? Kiwanis Club? Did you ever have that? Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Kiwanis? Kiwanis, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of what it reminds me of, but this is called the Elks Lodge. But it's kind of like a group of people, and it was number 228 of Spokane. Ooh, I almost called it Spokane. Spokane. Ooh, Spokane. Sorry. Sorry, Mackie's mom. I'm a mattress. (laughs) Um, So this was formed in the year of 1892, Mm -hmm. and it had 43 members. Okay. So in 1898... They purchased the land from the Greenwood Cemetery for the Elks members to have their own burial ground. Kind of weird, but okay. Are they all, did we know if they were like all men or like just... I think it was all men. Typical. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's 1892 okay. yeah. too, so... <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah. Um, I kind of just found that weird. They like, just like were all like, hey, let's all get buried together. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bro code. Bro code. <laughs> Fun fact, nobody was buried there. Um, Anyways, they built a 12 crypt private mausoleum um and they had this huge bronze elk on top of it okay um there was also a bronze gate around it oh a bronze fancy. clock and bronze hands that were permanently at 11 o'clock okay it's a lot of bronze yeah. a lot of bronze what? apparently the tradition was for the elks to honor their death on the 11th hour so that's why and it was permanently um, stuck on 11 okay. okay um and they also during this time built the Dun, dun, dun. Stairs. Haunted stairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, pretty lavish. Like, hey, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Want to be a part of this club? Well, they uh, went kind of hard on the on the bronze, and they ran out of money. <laughs> so, they ended up having yeah. to sell the property, sell the bronze. <laughs> oh, they are like, dang. <laughs> and nobody was buried there. Um, the only thing that stayed was the empty mausoleum, um, and the hands on the clock okay. stayed. Not the clock itself. Right, just oh, the hands. Okay. And like it was still like looking like it was at eleven. Yeah. Now it's not. It's not at eleven anymore. Ooh. Creepy, right? That's weird. Yep. Um, and so the mausoleum right now is just kind of used as like a storage shed. <laughs> There's no okay. no bodies in there. But it is in a cemetery. Okay. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, and it's actually kind of falling apart. The stairs are like crumbling and it's pretty unsafe. They say to like, you definitely don't want to go at night, but like, of course you want to go at yeah, night. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but they said like, don't, don't do that. Don't be doing that. Um, yeah. So okay. it's crumbling. There's graffiti all over it. Apparently it's just not okay. pretty really to look yeah, at anymore. Sure. Um, so, did I mention that this was also used uh, as a site for satanic rituals? Oh, no, but that would make more sense. Now. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. hella haunted. And how did it get haunted? Probably the satanic rituals. That'd be my guess. Why is it called the Thousand Steps? Because it's hella haunted. Mm. It's said that when you 
walk up them, mm-hmm. there's a guard, a ghost guard. Oh, boy. Yeah. And he does not want you to get to the top. So if you walk up, the stairs just never end. Oh. A thousand steps. So oh, you just hell, never reach the top. Stairmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> They're like, you know what? You could use some exercise. Like, we just won't get their own steps on there. You just keep on uh, stepping. That's funny. <laughs> you heard it first, folks. You're so dumb. Okay. So, you can't reach the top. There's also a legend that if you walk up the stairs at night with no flashlights, no lights... You will fall and hurt yourself. You will definitely fall and bust your face off. Yep. Um, but you can make it to the top, and you will see phantom faces of men, women, and children. Just like... Coming at you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> Are we going to tell that story? Yeah. Mishka has seen so much shit in his lifetime that he just doesn't even budget anything anymore. And he was, I forget what he was doing. He, so there's a part of the, like the bottom of the couch. Yeah. There was a rip. Yep. And so. I've like stapled it up now so you can't get under it, but like obviously a cat is gonna stupid cats find it. They're all inside there. Yeah. yeah, and sleep. Yeah. And so we've tried to deter them from that. And Mishka was trying to crawl his big ass in, and Caitlin was trying to scare him away, and she literally looks at him and she goes, Woogity, woogity, woogity. <laughs> Mishka literally just looks at her and walks off like, I was not impressed. No go. Even I had to laugh at myself. Mm, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, anyways. Phantom ghost faces. Back we don't like the that. Stairmaster. And yeah. the never-ending stairmaster yeah. of the great beyond. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of where the thousand steps comes from. Gotcha. Okay. Haunted, super haunted. So I was kind of doing my little deep dive, and I stumbled <laughs> up the steps um, onto a Spokane Paranormal Investigation Group on Facebook. Ooh, that's fun. And guess what? Did you just call it Spokane? No, Spokane. I just want to make sure. Just testing you. Fuck, <gasps> sorry, Mackie's mom. I probably did. Because I've, I've always thought it was Spokane. Me too. So I, it's hard for me to not, I guess, say that. So I might have. Dang. Dang, sorry. Nay, nay. <laughs> okay, so super cool, right? And so they actually investigated the stairs. Okay. So this is kind of a little... What they find out? A lot. A fucking lot. It's haunted. Okay. Trust me. She haunted. She haunted. Haunted. So they said that they felt kind of a just general like heaviness there it's a cemetery yeah um and especially going up the stairs um so they never end so you just you had a breath that's what that is and so they had their little evp voice recorders also bailey wants to get an evp and not the ouija board i will we're not doing that's not a great idea yeah um, so they have their, you know, voice box, EVP, whatever they're using, mm-hmm. and they just click it on the stairs to see what they get, and there was a woman screaming, help me, Ooh. over and over. Yeah. Ooh. Don't like that. No, no thank you. Um, and they also got up to, they made it to the top. Mm-hmm. So they actually heard a man's voice come through, kind of mumbly, couldn't quite tell, but could definitely tell it was a man. Yeah. Next to the mausoleum. Okay. Keep that in mind. This is going to be important. Okay. Okay. And they, um, okay, so this, that was their investigation. Yeah. Their final investigation, they decided to bring in a psychic medium. Sure. And they're like, let's see what we got. Yep. So they didn't really say anything about anything they had gotten. Just brought that person there. Yep. And just said like, hey. Have at it. Have at it. Yep. So she's sitting there and she said it's not uncommon in a cemetery, but there 
were more, uh, like she called them restless souls mm. wandering about. So she said that's pretty typical in a, Cemetery, but this was like kind of like an overwhelming amount. Oh, so it was like really active. She said straight from the beginning. Um, and then so she gets to the top and then says she hears a man's voice. So she, you know, everybody goes quiet and just they're like, We got a man's voice, yeah, here. Okay. Um, and she said that it, um, she thinks his name is Peter. Okay. So Peter's hanging out, he's there, and then she starts walking kind of through the cemetery and then freezes. And she just got icy cold, like mm-hmm. goosebumps, and like said she just went like ice cold. And she looked at the gravesite right in front of her. It was Peter. Yep. Oh dang. His name was Peter. Um, so he's believed to be the guard of oh, like the, the stairs. Guard. Yep. So he stays at the top and just doesn't let everybody get up if he doesn't want them to. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy. Huh, he gonna give wild. you a workout. Yeah. And you're gonna have to just keep yeah keep climbing. Yeah. If they really think you need to work out, the stairs not only continue, but, like, a fitness instructor shows up, too, and starts yelling at you yeah. to, like, get up the stairs. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's a spiritual workout. Yes. So that is the story of The Thousand Steps. Oh, that's interesting. And that was one that she had uh, told you about, right? I think so. Like she had told she me had about mentioned. some stairs, but she couldn't remember what. I mean, how many haunted stairs you got laying around? Spoken? I guess because last week I, I looked for them and it just didn't. Couldn't find it. Yeah. And then I got stuck down that other rabbit hole. So yeah. I didn't do too much, but I was like, I want to find, obviously, yeah. what she was talking about. And I just, I guess I pictured them being indoors and they're not. Hey. Yeah. Well, interesting. <clears throat> so, yeah. If you have been to that, let us know because that sounds cool. Yeah. And did you make it to the top? And did you make it to the top? Yeah. <laughs> That's another good question. Yep. All right. Are you ready for mine? Yes. You can take a break from, from talking. Yep. All right. So, for mine, um, we're going to go check out a haunted hotel <clears throat> in Spokane. Because who okay. doesn't? doesn't love a haunted hotel. There's a lot of them. There's, there's also... I'd, a ton. We, I don't think either of us covered this, but there's also a, a really haunted double tree there. Did you see really? that? Really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't look too far into it, but I'm like, I always find it funny when, like, chains are, like, yeah, haunted. Like the haunted Walmart in Galveston. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think that's funny. It is funny. You know, this is not the haunted double tree. Okay. But that's good to know that one's haunted, too. Yep. This is going to be um, the Davenport Hotel, and it's... I saw that. Yeah. This one's high up on the list, and it's really, real fancy looking. Okay. Um, it's a gorgeous building. Highly, like, Google it so you mm-hmm. can see what it looks like. Um, so it is located at 10 South Post Street in Spokane. Um, it was opened on September 1st of 1914. Okay. And it was opened by a man named Louis uh, M. Davenport, hence the name. Um, and he was a, how do you, how do you pronounce that word? Restaurant tour? Yeah. Like, that's what I would he opened say. restaurants, I guess. <laughs> We've already established this. We don't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> we can't pronounce things very well. Um, he started it and hired an architect named Kirtland Kelsey Cutter. Say that five times fast. <laughs> to um, basically design the hotel. And the idea was that they wanted to make a really fancy hotel that would attract uh, not only tourists, but um, like business men and like businesses who wanted to have meetings there and, you know, bring in more tourism for the town. Mm-hmm. So this this place is huge. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. It had, at the time it was built, it had a 406 guest rooms. Oh, wow. And it was fancy as hell. It was actually the first hotel in Spokane to have like, some form of air conditioning in it. She I'm fancy. Like, we take all my money. Yeah. Them there. I'm like, yes. Yes. We love us some air conditioning. Yes, we do. Not helping the global warming, but you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I like it crisp. <laughs> we do like it chilly. Yeah. 
So yeah, super nice hotel, really beautiful. It's still in uh, operation today. You can stay there. Um, and a lot of famous people have stayed there too. Okay. Like Theodore Roosevelt stayed there. Um, John F. Kennedy stayed there. Babe Ruth stayed there. And Amelia Earhart stayed there as well. That's so cool. So it's had its fair share of famous names. I really want to visit Washington State. I know. Because then we can go see the Afterglow Vista. Yes. Is there too. And we can see Mackie's mama and um, Hallie Notberry. Hallie Notberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now that she lives out there, she could, yep. uh, she could show us around. Yeah. I know. I want to add it as soon as we can fly again. Yeah. We'd be going. Yep. All right. So, we have a super nice, fancy hotel. Okay. End of story. Well, if we are out of luck, <laughs> <laughs> we're, going to we're not giving the people what they want. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, so the Davenport, uh, to use this really cheesy line that I've wanted to use since I started researching this, some guests checked in, but they never checked out. You're such a nerd. <laughs> That's just too good not to use. It's true. Um, so there's kind of two really, or actually three, uh, kind of noticeable hauntings that are occurring at the Davenport Hotel. The first is of a woman, and her name was Ellen, I'm not, I believe that's pronounced McNamara. Okay. Or McNamara. No, McNamara. it's McNamara. That Definitely. always confuses me. Anyway, she stayed at the hotel on August 17th. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you're a goof. <laughs> McNamara. <laughs> no, I don't know. Continue. <laughs> this is a shit show. <laughs> So, our girl Ellen, she was staying at the hotel. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen M. <laughs> Ellen M. She was staying at the hotel on August 17th, 1920. Um, she, I, it sounded like was like in one of the restaurants in the hotel, but was feeling like not great. So she okay. decided to go back upstairs to go to her she room. She needed a Zofran. Yeah, she needed to go have a, a rest. Okay. She was feeling dizzy. So she's trying to get back to her room, but it sounds like she took a wrong, like went into the wrong door. And instead of like getting to where the rooms were, she actually walked out onto where... Um, like the skylight of the hotel. Apparently they have like a big glass like ceiling. Oh, okay. And these doors were not very well marked. I don't think OSHA would have appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she walked out and when she did, she fell through the ceiling, like the glass ceiling oh, of the hotel. Oh, shit. She fell 30 feet. Um, and it sounds like she passed away in the hotel and that like she, that she died succumbed from, to her injuries okay. from the fall. Um, and this happened in front of like a hundred people that saw her fall. Oof. And basically they said, um, the article I read said that like when they like went to her to try and help her, she said like, where did I go? And I think that may have been like one of the last things she said before Ooh. she passed away. So. Thanks. <laughs> Yes. Um, so today, and it sounds like the hotel has changed kind of configurations over the years, but uh-huh. guests report now. No more glass ceiling. Uh, I think they marked that door. They did. <laughs> I think they like took it upon themselves yeah. to maybe make that a bit more safe. Yeah. Um, or locked. Because that is really sad. Yeah, I, you know, that's, that's awful. Way. But um, basically people now will say that they see a woman who's wearing like 1920s, like period clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, near, it's the mezzanine now. And she basically kind of seems like she's looking over, like, the rail, like she's Ooh. looking for something. Okay. Um, but they just kind of see her kind of wandering that yeah. area. Yikes. And the hotel, I kind of thought this was sweet, on the anniversary of her death, there is apparently this big, gorgeous, like, fireplace and a big old mantle in the hotel. Yeah. They always lay a red rose on it for her on the Aww. date of her death. That's sweet. So, um, they are remembering her, but yeah, that's one of them that people see. Okay. Is there more? There are. It's a big-ass hotel, so lots of room. Lots of room for ghosts. <laughs> yeah. The next one we're going to talk about is one of the rooms that's really active, and that is room, now it is 1105, but at the time it was 1129. 
Was Ooh. that the ice machine? I think so. Okay, I was like, um, <laughs> creepy. Uh. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> we out. Yep. Okay. So, room 1129 was actually where the Davenports, remember I said Lewis Davenport built, or, yeah. you know, commissioned the hotel. Him and his wife lived. Okay. They lived in that suite until both of their deaths, and I believe they died in the room. Okay. Or Sorry, my eyes twitching. It's okay. Do you see it? Yeah. It happens when you're tired, I've read. I am when you're really, Yeah. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, that room's super active. Guests have said that basically, like, there was one story I read where a couple was staying there and they had like an electric like like razor, I think, that was like, you know, the kind you plug into the wall. Yeah. And apparently would not stop. Like it was on and like buzzing. Yeah. And they unplugged it and it still kept buzzing. <laughs> oh, someone needed a haircut. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Real bad. We out. Um, people like the staff that work there have seen like the bar carts, you know, when they bring like room service, mm-hmm. they'll see bar carts rolling down the hall on their own, like around that room. And even one woman reported that she was laying in the bed and she felt it was like someone sat down beside her like, you know, when you get into the bed. Uh-uh-uh. So I, my guess is they're still just there. Yeah. <laughs> like, they still live just in living there. there. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's like nefarious, yeah. but it just kind of seems like, thank you. It's an SAT word. That is an SAT word yeah, for sure. Show. Yeah. So that is uh, 1129. So it sounds okay. like the Davenports are still hanging about. Yep. And the last one I have mm-hmm. is um, a story about when the hotel is being reconstructed because it kind of seems like it's changed hands and it's gone through kind of financial struggles okay. um, before it was owned by, you know, whoever is running it now. Um, but it was a period of reconstruction. An employee uh, was kind of exploring the abandoned floors of the hotel um, and she was trying to get, she, I think she was going to meet someone that she was working with. So she was trying to use the elevator to get to another floor and these were, I think, the original elevators, so they were kind of different. It's not like what you'd see at your, you know, local Holiday Inn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was kind, it had the kind, like, you know, the cage doors? Yeah. That you would slide shut? Yeah. Apparently, there was a tricky, uh, like, latching mechanism that had to be locked before the elevator would go. Yeah. So she's trying to do it, and she can't figure it out, and she's like, I think she literally said out loud, like, how do I get this thing to go? And a bellman shows up, and he shows her and sends her on her way, and she's like, oh, thanks. And she gets to where she's going and she's talking to her work person. And she says, basically, like, I, you know, had a hard time getting the elevator to work. Like, thank God the bellman was there. And he said, we don't have any staff here at the Davenport yet. Like, there are no bellmen. So she described what he looked like. And they went back and looked. And um, the old bellman uniforms were gray. And that's what he was wearing. Oh, that's creepy. Imagine, like, talking to, like... Someone and you find out they wasn't really someone. Yeah, that'd be scary. See that's, that's but like, is it really like a person? Because like, I just picture ghosts as like kind of see through and like misty, but like, yeah. like, does it just look like you and me? Well, it's not like this guy did because she didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Like he basically and he the thing that kind of struck me about that story is that he was able to move the door. Yeah. Like, because I know we talk about like spirits not being able to like touch us or have like the ability it takes a lot of energy to physically move yeah. something so like how did he get enough energy to like open the door a interact with her and b like be able to move the door yeah that's weird yeah so that's creepy that is the uh that's the davenport yikes a lot of shit going on around that's there scary yeah. yeah i wouldn't like that yeah i don't know if i'd be staying up in like 11 29 or 11 05 i feel room. someone sitting next to me on the bed i'm gonna yeet that thing right off <laughs> i'm gone you gotta go yeah <laughs> check please yeah <laughs> i will check out yeah i, I would gladly check out 
Good one. Thank you. I like that. Yeah. And it's beautiful, too, so go look it up so you can see what it looks like. When we were doing research, I I saw that. That one comes up a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spokane is haunted. They got a lot of shit going on in there. Yeah, they really do. All right. All right, here's my last one. So we are going to do the Monroe Street Bridge. Okay. Have you ever gone over that, Mackie's mom? I bet you have. (laughs) Um, It kind of reminds me of the Ravenel Bridge here in Charleston. It's very iconic. Um, It's kind of the landmark of Spokane. Okay. Um, Yep. It's much like the original Cooper River Bridge here Mm -hmm. in Charleston. Um, It was pretty scary at first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the first bridge, it's been rebuilt many times. Okay. Um, The first bridge was constructed out of wood and really could only handle horses and wagons. And that was still kind of like scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And eventually they knew they just would need a bigger and better bridge, but like they just, Kind of made it work at first. Sure. Um, but collectively, the city of Spokane, the cable railway company, and the rich property owners that lived on Monroe Street kind of all put their pennies together to build this new bridge. Yeah. And it cost $42,500. Okay. And it was completed in 1890. So this okay. is a long time ago. So yep. imagine how much money that would be today That's a lot to construct money. a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the completion of the bridge kind of made Spokane a big deal and turned it into the city, and it yep. grew to be pretty big. Like, it's a pretty big city, city now. now. Yeah. Um, so it kind of started with this bridge kind of being able to come in and out with ease. Okay. Um, so it's all good, right? Yeah. No. Oh. We are wrong. We would not have a podcast if it all ended well. <laughs> a short show. Um, so as soon as it was finished, uh, they didn't do a very good job because driving over it, it just would vibrate and shake and just was pretty rickety. Oh, it's like the old Cooper River. Yeah, that's what it really reminded me of. (laughs) Um, So that's no good. And then in 1905, the National Good Roads Association, which in parentheses I said, like, is this a real thing? It must be. (laughs) And also, can you come to South Carolina, please, and help our roads? Go check out I-26. I-26, You will indeed find find some some shit. Um, So they kind of deemed it like, hey, this is like, no, it's like fucking dangerous, man. Like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Um, Here's a fun fact. In 1907, the Ringling Brothers came to town. And they were trying to get the elephants to go across to get over there. And like they refused to go. They wouldn't even go on that bridge. The elephants are smart. They're like, the hell? <laughs> they were like, nay, nay, not doing it. So that was yeah. just kind of a little fun fact. Like, yeah, how scared this bridge They was. were smart. <laughs> Those elephants were the smartest ones yeah. in this whole story. So I ain't walking over that shady ass <laughs> bridge. What are you? No. No. Nah. <laughs> um, and kind of, I guess, I say luckily for everyone, um, but a landslide came through and actually wiped out the south side of the bridge. Mother Nature's like, let me work on let, that for you. <laughs> let me help you out. Um, so they basically all just said, like, we need to make sure that this thing is done right. Cause mm-hmm. it's, we need the bridge, but like, we don't need like we, the bridge to be collapsing. Right. Yeah. So, um, so to give you an idea, it's in a gorge, obviously bridges yeah. are cross necessary. Yep. <laughs> um, it's 140 feet deep and a hundred or a hundred, 1500 feet wide. Oh, damn. Um, and oh. so there's just high winds mm. um obviously the water is just like big rip currents mm. and okay. you don't want to fall into it or be swept away into it so you, you really need this bridge to, like really be we good need this to be solid, <laughs> yes um so they just started to build this like massive strong strong bridge <laughs> right um but it wasn't easy 
And actually, two laborers died during mm. the construction, and there were 50 people that had reported severe injuries, but they were not life-threatening. Oh, okay. Um, but two people did die. Yeah, okay. And so it's kind of evolved over the years. They kind of, you know, had upgraded it here and upgraded mm-hmm. it there. And um, I think the latest um, kind of revamp of it was... It was either 2003 or 2013. I can't remember. I think it was 2013. I want to see what this thing looks like. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's big. She big. She big. Um, Okay. So it's actually haunted, but it's only haunted by, as far as anybody can tell, one person. And it's believed to be one of the um, laborers that died. The construction worker. Okay, during the construction. Yes. I gotcha. Um, So there's a kind of a... It is pretty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so there's this guy that kind of is walking around, but in, like you said, period clothes, but like construction worker yeah. clothes. Like you can tell he's, he's working hard for his money. Right. Yeah. And he often comes up to people and people find it odd because he asks where all the native Americans went. Hmm. So everyone's just like, huh? Like, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> what are you even talking about? Um, so that's kind of odd, right? Kind of gives you the idea sure. that he's from way back. Yeah. Uh, but also don't walk up to him. Okay. Let him approach you if he's going to approach you. It's said that if you approach him, because obviously he looks out of place and yeah. he's like, hello, who are you? And if you, it's said that if you walk up to him, he looks at you, turns around and like starts sprinting and then dives off the side of the bridge. Oh. And not only does he just dive off the side of the bridge, of course your natural reaction is to run, like, After, oh, yeah. yeah. And so when you look, they see him falling, and just as it appears that he's going to hit the water, he just vanishes. Ooh. Yeah. They have no idea who he is. Nope. Like, They think it's one of the one of them. construction okay. workers. Yeah. Interesting. That died. But Odd. He's theatrical. I'll give him he's that. Very, that's, that is theatrical. I will, yep, I would agree. I think that's some shit you have to work in the afterlife. Like, yeah. please don't make me work. I know. <laughs> in the spirit realm, please. Don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Crazy, right? And that's a bit tall ass bridge. Like, looking at the pictures, it's I, huge. That would be terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Dang. Well, that is the Monroe Street Bridge. I gotcha. That was a good one too. Thanks. It was oh. shorter, but it was it was good. Yeah. Always a haunted bridge out there to explore. Yep. I was thinking about it too. This is completely random but when you were in school i think this was like maybe middle school did you ever to uh ever have to build a toothpick bridge yes we did that or it was with popsicle sticks actually i think something yeah ours yeah. was toothpicks okay. but oh my god i remember like my dad it was like in a this was an event to build this damn toothpick yeah. <laughs> bridge and it was like strong because i think it had to hold, hold like yes. textbooks i was right? gonna say it had to hold something i remember there was yeah. something heavy that you Put on it, and it had to hold that. Yeah, mail a toothpick, so that's hard. Yeah, I have popsicle it took sticks like months to put this thing together, oh, and like wild. I remember, um, like it, a pass got to be great, and I brought it home, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw it away. And Dad's like, Ah, oh, you are not throwing it away. And I'm like, Why? It's done. He's like, Oh, because your sister's gonna use that toothpick bridge. <laughs> you think I'm doing this shit? <laughs> We're gonna cross that bridge when we cross that bridge. <laughs> Sorry, Fort Mill School District. Like, you got the receipt. Yeah, you see, we had a counterfeit bridge. <laughs> She's a physicist. She would have passed anyway. She'd be good. But Jeff was a realist, and he said, "That's no. funny." Did you have to have? Did you ever have to make volcanoes? Yeah, I think we ever did. Oh, it was so like fun! Quintessential like American science project. For yeah. some reason, it's making a volcano. You put it in a Pringles can, and then you put it in baking soda, and then you add vinegar, oh. and then 
you know, my mom was so crafty, right? Oh, yeah. And then oh, my wow, dad. Yeah, your mom, I'm sure. Yeah, so I had, like, this kick-ass volcano. Uh, my teacher didn't like it, and now I can see why. But, like, it was pretty cool. So you brought your volcanoes in, right? Yeah. And then you had them explode in front of the class. Well, we had, it was, I remember it was used in the fish tank, but it was a tube, and we did it, you made them out of paper mache, right? Yeah. You had, like, a Pringles can. Yep. And then paper mache. Around it. Yeah. yeah. And we had put at the top, like, the opening of the... Um, like, like tubing, yeah, and the paper mache over it, and then at the bottom the tube came out, and we filled it with like red glitter. Oh. And so when we, when you, when I exploded it, I blew into the tube, and then like red glitter went everywhere. <laughs> and the teacher was like, "Hey, good job!" And then I was just great. like, "Oh, I bet she was." That pissed. is an extra AF volcano. It was I mean. fucking awesome. Did I you, loved it. Did you get an A? Absolutely. Yeah, I always got A's. I did too. That's yeah. fair enough. Trying to think, if there are any other like weird uh, projects we had to do. We did a lot of fun ones in physics. I never took physics. Mm-hmm. We had to. Sorry, get me <laughs> in high school. I got gotcha. you. It was fun. Yeah, I don't. You, know, you didn't have to take it mm. for us because I think you had to take a chemistry. Like I think you had to do one or two biologies. Yeah. So all right, fun stuff. Yeah. Are you ready for my last one? Yes. It is short. So um, you know we got haunted bridges. We got haunted hotels. We also got a haunted courthouse because why I not? I saw that one. That yes. looks wild too. This I'm is, glad you picked that. Yeah, me too. This one was interesting. Like I said, it was a little bit short, but this is the Spokane County Courthouse. Um, so, uh, ground was broken for the construction of the courthouse in 1893, um, basically to replace the old courthouse that was like falling apart. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like un- like criticism at the time because apparently there had been a financial crisis kind of the year before. Okay. And they were like, why are we spending all this money when we don't have to? But they did have some help because in 1887, uh, Colonel D.P. Jenkins, who must have been a person in the town, mm-hmm. donated $1,000 to the city as well as the land that the courthouse is on oh, okay to, for the construction so they nice. did have some help yeah just doing his civic duties um so they held a contest to find the architect that was going to design the courthouse and a man named w.a Ritchie won and something funny about him is he had a lot of architecture training but he never actually went to school for it he was just really damn good at okay it. so he did design the courthouse and it looks just like a castle Ooh. like if you google it it yeah. looks like a freaking castle and it's really cool looking um, and it's made, that was on purpose, obviously. It was made to look like a 16th century French castle. Cool. So you'll see that when you look at it. Um, additionally, a new jail was built beside the courthouse as well. And in the courtyard between the two is where the gallows were. Oh. And where, like, public hangings okay. would take place. So there are kind of some notable like, I guess, cases that occurred there um, that are kind of infamous. One was of a man named George Webster. Um, essentially, he was convicted of first-degree murder um, for the murder of a woman named Lise C., I think, Aspland. Um, and it sounds like in his original trial, the jurors did find him guilty. Um, but later, it sounds like they recanted their votes. Okay. Which I don't know if you can do that, but... Yeah. So they tried to appeal it. It's a very long story of, like, there's a lot of doubt if he actually did this or not. Okay. Um, even tried to appeal it to the Washington Supreme Court, but they unfortunately confirmed you know, that the sentence was to stay, which was by, for execution. Okay. So he, um, did end up being executed there in that courtyard. Um, again, so there's kind of a lot of controversy around that. Um, apparently too, I couldn't find who or what exactly happened, but in what's now the customer service department of the courthouse, 
There were two murders oh, that happened. Dang. <laughs> Don't know the details around that. Um, additionally, there is a secret tunnel that runs on there at the courthouse, too. Oh, sketchy. Yeah, and I think it was having to do with the original, or maybe the original courthouse. Okay. And I read something that it was basically connected to what they, like, called the drunk tank, where they would throw people who were just intoxicated <laughs> to um, okay. sober up in. Yep. Um, but it's not connected to the new courthouse, but it does still run under it. Interesting. So Do that, they use it? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it's accessed anymore. They just know it's yeah. still there. Cool. So that is some kind of creepiness going on yeah. at the courthouse. So you may run into a ghost. You never know. I'm sure you will. You're just trying to pay a parking ticket and <laughs> you got all this shit going on. Yep. Yeah. So that is the county courthouse. Cool. That's it's creepy. Cool. That tunnel is weird. Yeah. That gives me the creeps. Tunnels like make me feel away. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I think because I'm claustrophobic too. So the idea of being underground, I'm yeah. like... Well, in the gallows no, too. You. So like, yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, things happening yeah. around there. Kind of, it reminded me a little bit of Charleston. Yeah, the original gallows site in Charleston is still everything's hella haunted. In, in Charleston, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I feel like anywhere there's death, there's always something. Oh sure. Like, no matter what. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, any place is going to have something bad happen at some mm-hmm. point or another, and I just feel like. In cases where that's compounded, like especially in Charleston's one of those cities, sounds like Spokane is up there too. Yeah. Um, you're I mean, you're bound to have hauntings. I mm-hmm. just don't think there's a way around that. Yeah. But yeah. Creepy. It is creepy. This house is haunted. This one? Yeah. Actually I've never had any like weird <laughs> feelings, but my Xbox turns on a lot. It does. It's odd. Yeah, and I was trying to think. We used to be scared because we have these little like storage closets mm-hmm. in the house. Like the, I'm looking right at one. Yeah. And the doors Everyone thought would swing open on their own, but it's when you open the front door, I guess the pressure, like, it yeah. causes that door to open. Yeah. So that didn't scare me anymore. But, no, I've never had any bad feelings in this house. Mm-mm. But we do a lot of saging, so. We do. It's true. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thanks, uh, Mackie's Mama, for yes. the... Letting these East Coasters tackle a West Coast. <laughs> Spokane. <laughs> Spokane. We enjoy it. Spokane, yes. We will definitely be coming to see y'all in the future. For and sure. Hopefully stay there. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be fun. Yeah. I definitely want to see the Afterglow Vista. Yeah. Just make a whole big old trip out of it. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, I know we wanted to be proactive and record today because what starts tomorrow? Football! I'm so excited. Oh my God. Caitlin has not stopped talking about it since. I'm like, so it's like less than 24 hours away. It's 23 hours. Yeah. In 58 minutes. I know. Away. And literally, Caitlin said, like, we are recording today or, like, we're not recording at all because I cannot <laughs> be bothered tomorrow. I'm like, I forget that Sundays are, like, yeah. Caitlin's holy day. They are. football. I have been waiting so long for this. And there was no preseason, so this is the longest I've ever waited. Yep. She's got her rituals in place. She's got to go pray over her jersey, though it is a Gronk jersey. I know. I think I'm going to wear my hoodie. <laughs> I don't think I, I can, can wear my... I can't. I can't. I can't wear. I mean, we got to get you a new jersey. Yes. <laughs> When I can justify spending more money on a jersey, because yeah. I just got that one last year. That's <laughs> true. Like, damn it, Gronk. <laughs> douche. Mm-hmm. We don't Brady. Douche. Trail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I know. This is going to be a hard one, so I'm like... It's going to be tough. Tomorrow, I'm like, do I want people over? I don't know. Because well, there may be tears involved. Well, I mean, they've seen you cry before. It's all right. It's true. I just told him, when you watch a game with Caitlin, you get all the emotions. You get anger. You get swearing. You get kicking chairs across the living room. You get excitement. You get excitement. You have euphoria. You have despair. And you always have good food. And you always have. Caitlin does make some kick-ass football food. Yeah. It's always like 
a thing. Yeah. In you, this house. Basically, you plan out your menu the week of. Yep. What we're doing for football that day. Yep. <laughs> so, so long Sunday afternoons. Like, I'll see you in February. Oh, you love it. <laughs> don't act like you don't. You get I your do. shit done because you know you, I won't bother you for eight hours. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even in class anymore. Like, what am I going to do? I don't know. You're going to watch football with me. It is. And now I understand it. So it's actually interesting. Yeah. Go Pats! Go Pats. That's right. You better say that. And Tom Brady, you're a traitor. Yeah. We don't speak that name in this house like anymore. <laughs> you shall not be named. <laughs> yes. Well, come visit me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, cool Friends Podcast. <laughs> I think you know. <laughs> That's why nobody comes to visit me on Facebook because I just like, I don't even know. <laughs> yep. Go see Caitlin. Send all the dog pics to her. Yes. Um, you can come find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. And if you'd like to send in a listener story or uh, just send us an email, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. If you're missing us so much that you need us on a t-shirt or a mug just to feel closer to us, then we welcome you (laughs) to invest in some merchandise. You can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. And remember that the proceeds we get from that merchandise will be donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. Good job. Whew. Good job. Dang. Yeah. That's a mouthful. I know. That's why I make you do it. (laughs) (laughs) You do it so many times, it's just like automatic now. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, any final parting words other than go Pats? (laughs) Let's fucking go. (laughs) There you have it, folks. (laughs) Well, for now, we hope you have a safe, spooky, and fun week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. And Tom Brady can go suck an egg. Woogity. (laughs) Wooga, wooga, wooga. (laughs) 